0: All right. Well, welcome back to the Benefit Together podcast, guys. I'm Josh. I'm Seth. And I'm sorry that I've been away, kind of. You know, I was at New York with my family, taking a little trip, some much needed vacation time. So, buddy, I'm sorry I had to leave you. It's okay. I'm I'm (laughs) glad
1: to have you back. Glad for you to be here. Yes. I'm sure everyone's excited to have Josh back with us.
0: I'm I'm happy to be back, guys. I'm did, happy to be back. Did you have fun?
1: Nice vacation?
0: Yeah, I had a really good vacation. I spent some time with my family. Got to see the city a little bit. Took a lot of photos. So I'll show you those later. But yeah, I had a great time though.
1: That's it's great to hear. Thank you. Low need a vacation. Josh's been grinding. He's been working <laughs> hard. It's just nice to see
0: him smiling again. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's good to see your beautiful smile too, my friend. So, guys, we have an awesome, awesome episode today for you guys. So you guys really enjoyed our last 20 questions episode with me and Seth. So now we're going to do a part two of 20 questions. That's right. You ready, bro? I am so ready. Let's
1: get (laughs) right into it. Let's do it. Question number one. All right. What makes you feel
0: unstoppable? Oh, wow. What makes me feel unstoppable? Man unstoppable i think what makes me feel unstoppable is um when i have money coming in (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm. So when you're raking up the cash, when you're I'm like, making oh, money. I got this.
0: Yeah, man. When I'm making money or like let's say, for example, I get a good paycheck from Publix or I go Door dashing and, you know, I did pretty good that night. I just feel really confident in myself and I am just like, yeah, I have money coming in. I, I need to pay for something. Boom. There you go. Hey, you need a little cash, mom? Boom. There you go. So that makes me feel pretty
1: unstoppable. Oh, wow, young flexor, eh?
0: Just a little young flexer. Where's my Rolex, man? <laughs>
1: uh, I think what makes me feel unstoppable mm-hmm. as soon as I wake up in the morning yeah. and I make my bed I I sort of let myself wake up yeah and I do everything that I need to do yeah I feel very unstoppable for the day Love I that. get I'm just like step 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 steps nothing can stop me after that oh my
0: gosh you're preaching to the choir when you can get everything you plan to get done in the day and there's no interruptions that's like the best thing ever because it's like, yes, I got all my work done and now I can relax for the rest of the day. Right. You know, I did what I did and now I can continue to just do whatever else with the day.
1: Yeah, that that's what makes me feel unstoppable. I like that
0: answer. That's a very good answer. I wish um I I wish I wasn't like money, money, money. But money's important.
1: No, it is important. <laughs> I'm saying it is it's just two different
0: perspectives. Right. It's two different perspectives. All right. So there we go. I'm going to go across the board a little bit with All this right. one.
1: What is, what, is, what is it?
0: Oh, okay. 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 Ooh. Number 11. What did your last relationship teach you?
1: Man, I think my last relationship taught me no how, matter how much you think that person's right for you mm. or how much you care about them, mm. if they don't care about you the same way that you care about yourself or care about them that it's all it's all screwed it's mm. you can't do it yeah that's what it taught me wow
0: i feel that man because my last relationship kind of taught me the same thing it taught me a little bit of how you know it a relationship is a lot of give and take you know it's about communicating with each other and not lying and not being able to you know, you have to be open and honest with one another if you want your relationship to flourish. And with me, it taught me that my relationship can't be based off of just one thing, primarily sex, which at the moment it was. Um, It has to be based off of other things. It has to be based off of trust, communication, loving one another, you know, being respectful of one another. It taught me how to, in a way, kind of love myself, but then also create a balance um, with the person who I whoever I'm with next, wherever she may be. Right,
1: and when you're in that headspace of, like, sex, 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 yeah. how, how does
0: it feel? Dude, I tell you, it is very – I hate it. I hated it because I started to realize it towards the end of the relationship was that no matter where we went, if, if we were hanging out, you know, it didn't matter if we were having a nice day in the back of my head, I was always thinking to myself, man, when are we going to do it? You know what I mean? And that was – I hated that because, you know, when you're out and about with whoever you're with, you want to enjoy the time and – You know, be in the moment with them without thinking like, you know, Oh, when am I going to get this from this person? You know, and so it taught me in a way that in my next relationship, I have to be less selfless, more caring, more open with not only them, but with myself as well. Right.
1: Because when you're more open, caring about yourself, then you know it's good for you and you can see if that person is not right for you. Right. And I think that's perfect. I'm glad that you, you understand that because that is vital and it will, yes. will literally transform you. And I, you know, something else is mm. like Josh and I's relationship has taught me so much. Yeah, man. It is That's also something else. I th- We're not in a couple. We're not a, we're not a couple. <laughs> yeah, me and Seth,
0: we love each other, but we don't love each <laughs> yeah. other that way. <laughs> we're not a couple,
1: but we're a couple of best buds. There you go. <laughs> but you, you've taught me so many things and I think the number one thing you taught me is you can love again mm. and you can love another person yeah. and I think that's the best thing you've done for me rather than the podcast
0: Wow. thank you man I really appreciate that you know I um I know a lot of people and probably know this and we have said this a couple of times but just as a refresher when me and Seth met each other we did not think we were gonna like each other um I did not think I was gonna like Seth but um, a retreat going to Ohio taught me and Seth that we actually had a lot more in common than we would have imagined. yeah we would have imagined, and from that we have grown we have grown an unlikely friendship. But it's been a very oh, like it's been very beautiful exactly. It's been a very beautiful friendship that has taught us so much, and me and Seth have come to learn so much about each other. And in a, and it's so nice when you can have that with somebody because a lot of friendships are more temporary nowadays than they are in the long run in the long term and so to find a friend where you can see yourself long term with is right. a very awesome thing to and have.
1: It is very beneficial. Yes. And it's not one sided, it's very equal. Or at yes. least you try to keep it as equal as possible. Exactly. Just so the other person feels like they're being seen, heard and loved. Right. And that and that's that's uh and that leads us into our next question. Do you uh, need a website maybe a logo uh-huh well
0: uh, oh yeah I do actually
1: yeah well here's our sponsor Taylor Brands
0: do not let this limited opportunity to get your new or existing business in the right direction for less than four dollars a month with Taylor Brands
1: go to TaylorBrands.com and use code better together to get 20% off your next purchase
0: Taylor Brands will help you design a professional logo website business mailbox and your own branding kit that will help you jumpstart your business in less than five minutes
1: so go to taylorbrands.com right now do not forget to use code better together okay. at checkout and now back to the podcast
0: all right guys welcome back we hope you enjoyed that taylor brands message and go make sure to go ahead and use it because it's yes. going to help you out a lot
1: yes use code better together at checkout
0: there you go all right well let's get back with the questions so Next person. It's your turn, my ah, man. Ah, it's my turn. It's okay. your turn. <laughs>
1: well, I think a good one to dive into since we're getting a little deep mm-hmm. here is are you more afraid of death Ooh. or not living? I
0: am. Wow, this is actually a very good question. You know, my greatest fear used to be dying. That used to be my greatest fear. I mean, zombies is a close is a close <laughs> second. I don't like zombies. Um, But I was always afraid of death. And when I was younger I used to think to myself dying was the scariest thing ever. But as I've grown up and I've gotten closer with my religion and I've realized that life is only temporary, you know? Life is only temporary compared to the eternal um which is heaven for me, at least in my belief. Right. And I thought to myself, "You know what? I'm more scared of not living. Because if I'm not living, if I'm not enjoying life and I'm not taking every moment that I can, then, what am I doing?
1: Right. You know? What are you living for?
0: I'm living for to be happy. Really, I think that's my main goal. And I know a lot of people live to like have, um, to have money and all of this material stuff. But for me, I just want to be happy. I don't have to be the richest guy in the world. I would just like to have at least a little bit of money yeah, to give me through.
1: A nice little spending power. <laughs> exactly. So you can do what you need. Right. But at the same time, it's not the, mo- the number one for you. Right. And I think sometimes it can be a very unhealthy obsession Yeah. to just chase after money. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you might have your financial freedom, but right is all, all that means to you is just you want money?
0: That's what I'm saying. And I, I that's one thing I see with a lot of people nowadays is, you know, I know a lot of people like to flex their money and stuff like that. But, you know, I really think at the end of the day, when you die, you're not going to be over here saying to yourself man i i got all of this money because you, a lot of unhappy people are some of the richest people and it's not because they have all the money it's because they really didn't chase after what made them happy you know they let the money consume them and for me i don't want to die that way i want to die saying to myself i was happy i Went after my dreams. I accomplished what I want to accomplish. I made a, a difference. Like when people come to my funeral, I want there to be like a bunch of people. And then they'll be like, how do you know Josh? Oh, he said something to me one day. Or how do you know him? Oh, he made me smile one day. Like I want that to happen, right. you know? And yeah, I just want my life to end where I, I went after what I wanted to go after. And I can make other people happy at the same time.
1: And it was fulfilling. Yes, exactly. You're never chasing after some... Obscene obsession. Yeah, never that. It was always being selfless and sticking up for what you believed in.
0: Right, a hundred percent. What about you, Seth? Are you more scared of not living or death?
1: You know, I I used to think that I was very scared of of death, mm-hmm. but I I've changed. I I'm scared of not living. Mm. I don't know what ha like I, just, uh, I don't know what happens. Yeah. I mean, I have an idea, right? But I want to know, mm-hmm. like the f- the real. The, the, what really happens yeah and that just terrifies me yeah it's terrifying i, I can't hold it i can't hold it it just terrifies <laughs> me it's it's to a point of very like unhealthy yeah it, it's very unhealthy for me to think like that because it just drives me crazy
0: yes it's very scary to think what happens like after all of this because what scares me even more is like it doesn't matter what age you are an infant could die Sooner than an elderly person, right? You know, and I think that's it's that's why it used to scare me a lot because it's like once this is done, what's next? You know, but how would you like to live your life? How would you like to people like for you to think of yourself if you are on you your know, deathbed?
1: I think I'm living my life the way I want to right now. That's awesome. And I'm sort of I don't know something I don't appreciate it because I'm already living it, <laughs> having so much fun. Yeah. But I'm doing me. I'm doing exactly what I want. I'm changing perspectives changing lives changing myself uh i'm on a self-healing journey i'm just trying to be me and not have to right. worry about being anybody else mm-hmm. and in the meantime people see it and people are like wow who is this dude like yeah. <laughs> like 20 years old i was on the phone the other yeah. day for a mentorship uh, that we were we were discussing that like, yeah. we might be doing soon and they're like you're 20 i was like yeah i'm 20 they're like, wow. Like, I wish I, they're, they're literally like, I wish I would have been like you when I was 20. I was like, I don't even know what that means. I'm just being me. <laughs> right. But I think that's a good thing.
0: That's awesome. I'm so happy for you, my man, because I know that there's been some struggles in both of our lives. And to see you saying to yourself, you know, I'm living my life. Do what makes me happy. And that's the crazy, because when you start being a light in your own world, other people start seeing that. Like your mentorship, the guy you were on the phone with, people start noticing it. And it's so cra- – it's it's unbelievable because when people tell you, you're like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, it's just like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I, I feel like I don't know what they're talking about yeah. a little bit. But I'm, I just stay true to me and I just think it's a good thing.
0: Right, exactly. You know, take the compliment with a little bit of modesty and then keep going on and doing your, your yeah. own thing.
1: I just take it with a grain of salt literally and just keep on moving. Keep
0: on moving, man. But I love that, bro, because, yeah, you know, I think as we continue to grow up, we start to think to ourselves, you know – okay instead of worrying so much about what happens after we die you know what i mean let's start focusing on what we can do now now that we're here we might as well do our best instead of stop like because it's not gonna matter if you have a job and you can retire at 60 something it's not gonna matter about all that it's gonna matter what you did with your time and if it made you happy right you know and i think our generation is finally starting to realize that which well i'll leave it on that note
1: well, okay, I w- I like to say this, though. Okay, yeah. If you're on your deathbed mm-hmm. and there's no one around you, Yeah. that must be the loneliest feeling. Oof, I don't even want to think about that. That, it already feels lonely inside I know, inside when me. you
0: just said it, my heart kind of like just felt sad for a second.
1: And, and, you know, you might have whatever you wanted, the money, right. the fame, all your freedoms, mm-hmm. whatever it means to you. Yep. But if there's no one there to love you. Yep. Did it? Did your life really, was your life really fulfilling?
0: Yep. You tell me. (laughs) And man, okay, so my turn. I think it is. I think so. Yeah, I think you asked me. Okay. Hmm. Okay.
1: What are you feeling? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see what (laughs) speaks to me. Take what speaks to you.
0: Okay. What was your loneliest moment?
1: Hmm i had a lot of lonely moments mm-hmm. but i think the most lonely i've been was having an almost two hour panic attack in my so-called quote-unquote besties room mm. alone alone <laughs> yeah two alone. hours two hours worst panic attack i've ever had how did that how does a panic attack
0: feel First of all, I don't. <sighs> like, how would you describe it? That, like, especially for two hours. I don't
1: know. I get really confused. Yeah. I'm. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Heart, heavy breaths. It feels like you're dying. Mm-hmm. It just. It literally just feels like you're dying. Um. I know. Right after my, all my panic attacks, mm-hmm. I'm. I have no idea what just happened. I look at the time and it's like time just flashed. Uh. I have a headache, mm-hmm. and I'm super tired, Jeez. because for two hours I'm just going. <sighs> Yeah, like at he- deep, heavy. Breath. Trying to calm yourself yeah. down, yeah, and and sometimes you don't even know how to calm yourself, but that right. that has to be the loneliest I've ever felt. Wow, what do you remember? What caused it? The panic attack? I think I was just under so much stress, hmm. and eventually my body was just like can't handle it anymore.
0: Wow, dang man, I I I I can never. I don't think I've really ever had a panic attack before. So I can't understand what that feels like, but it doesn't feel nice. It doesn't feel like it's. Full-time. I don't suggest it for anyone. <laughs> yeah. They, we don't recommend having a panic attack. No. What are some ways to kind of help prevent people like who have panic attacks?
1: I honestly don't know. No? I'm not even at that point where where I can stop it. Because I recently just had one, like, what, today's Monday? Yeah. I had one on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough to stop it. Yeah. Because I just was like, oh, this is about to happen. Because you just feel a rush of anxiety. At least I feel a rush of anxiety. Yeah. And then I stopped it. Jeez. But I don't get that lucky all the time.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's kind of just like you win some and you lose some.
1: Because it's it just like you're in an excited moment. Yeah. Like you don't know you're getting excited. The yeah. same way you don't know you're about to get a panic attack. Because you just get caught up in the moment.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Dang, man. Well, hopefully down the line... You did stop it that one time so as the future continues you can be able to you know maybe realize that's coming and stop it a little yeah, bit earlier. Yeah
1: that, that's what I'm hoping for.
0: Well man I I, I think you can do it. Yeah, I, I think, think 100% so too. for sure you can do it. Okay now for me for you the loneliest I've ever felt. Um I said it a couple of times. Um I've hinted at it at least. Okay. Um but sophomore year of high school was probably my lon- my loneliest time in my life that I can really remember. Um, And the reason I say that is because during that time, I was really trying to figure myself out, figure out who I was, and I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to about it, and I felt like I was kind of all alone, because when I was going through that time, I was going through um, just a rough patch, really kind of a self-discovery kind of thing, and it was hard, you know, because you see everybody having it all figured out, you're seeing everybody that they are doing their best or living their best life and then you start to think to yourself that you have nothing to bring to the table when that's absolutely not true but then the emotions start bottling up they start bottling up and you feel like you have nobody to talk to and then eventually you just Next thing you know, you're in this lonely spot and you don't know how you got there.
1: Now, how do you know everybody had it all figured out?
0: That's my thing. For me, I was making myself believe that everybody had it figured out. I knew that nobody, not everybody had it figured out. But I was choosing to see what I wanted to see rather than what was reality. And that was my biggest problem. And it took a mental breakdown in front of my dad um, to finally realize that I had to get my crap together. And I had to put myself in where I wanted to be rather than letting my emotions control me. Right. Yeah.
1: And so after you had that breakdown, what did you feel? When I had
0: that breakdown, I felt, in a way, it was very eye-opening for me. I kind of felt disappointed in myself because I said to myself, I was like, Josh, how could you let it get to this point? How could you let your, your emotions run you to the point where you felt so alone and so desperate to talk to somebody? And so at that moment in my time, after that breakdown, I said to myself, you know what? I'm sick and tired of feeling like I can't do anything. I'm sick and tired of feeling like I don't have anything together. I'm going to get myself in check and I'm going to finally dedicate myself to being the person that I want to become. And how did you do that? How I did that was I created a routine for myself in the morning. First, what I did was when I would, once the alarm would go off, I would set some inspirational music and I would jump out of my bed. No pressing to snooze, no pressing, none of that. Right straight out of jump out. Straight jump out. And I mean like straight jump out. Like I, threw the blankets off of me, and I jumped out of bed. And after I would jump out of bed, I would play some Michael Jackson music, get myself going and ready. You know, I'd start, I'd dance a little bit in the mirror, you know, do one of those things. <laughs> and I would get in the shower and just listen to Michael Jackson music while I was in the shower, just dance, pump myself up. And then I would look myself in the mirror before I got on the bus and before I left, and I would say to myself, Josh, you got this. Believe in yourself. You're an amazing person. You were meant to do so much more in this life. Go out there and show people that. And then I would go to school and I would feel like 10 times better. I would be smiling. I'd be cracking people up. I would just be having a great day. And I could really feel the difference, you know. And one thing I want to say to everybody who's watching this is that, you know, don't let your – I know it's hard, but don't let your emotions control you. Do your best to try not to let your emotions control you because a lot of us, we have problems with that. But remember that you are in control at the end of the day. Make sure to tell yourself that you love yourself, that you need yourself, that you are important. And I promise you, over time, you're going to see what that does to your attitude towards life. But just remember that you're in control.
1: And I think you're still that person today, that vibrant, happy, quick joke. Yeah, quick joke. Nice dancer. Hey, oh, no, thank you. Nice smile. <laughs> you know, you're still that person. You're awesome. Like, yeah. I don't want to cuss, but like, you're the, you know, you know, you're it. I'm the it. Yeah, you're it. You're it. <laughs>
0: I appreciate that, man. Thank you because still sometimes I struggle with um, accepting that to myself, but that's only on some days, you know, but for the majority part, I, you know, like any human being, I have those down days,
1: but yeah. right, not every day is going to be a happy day, right? It's not going to be perfect. That's okay. Now, is it my turn? It is your turn, my friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> can you remember the last time you cried and if there was a reason or just any reason really? <laughs>
0: Yes, I do actually remember the last time I cried. Um, and it was actually for my ex when I had to mm-hmm. let go. You remember I told you about that. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't done this, and this is Seth's advice right <laughs> here, go ahead. If you haven't like taken oh, that on moment. On yeah.
1: But I think it's great that you found yourself. Thank you. You found your happiness again. You found your smile. And let me say... It looks great on you. I right, thank you,
0: stop sorry. you making me blush, man. <laughs> <laughs> now is it my turn asking a question? I think it is your turn. So
1: uh, let me let me get a good question. <laughs> okay. When mm-hmm. was the last time you cried and what Oof. was the reason?
0: The last time I cried, man. The last time I cried actually was um when that time I told you about my ex, right? Um and this is actually some ad, some Seth advice right here that I'm about to give you guys that he told me to do. When I was kind of going through my breakup, um, there was a part of me that still felt like I didn't really get to say goodbye yet completely. So what Seth advised me to do was go to or drive by my ex's house and just say goodbye. and um, And then just keep going and just go back home. Right. So I was really feeling it one night. I was really feeling in my emotions. I was really thinking about my my ex and my breakup. And I decided to go do what Seth advised me to do. But instead, what I did, um, and if you're watching, my ex is watching this or her mom, please don't find this creepy what I'm about to say. (laughs) But um, (laughs) what I did was I kind of parked a little bit away from their house. And then I kind of just looked at all the stuff I had saved of me and her. And all of our moments in history. And I kind of just let out cry. I just cried. Listened to some sad music. Looked at all our stuff. And I I cried. I dealt with everything I had to deal with in that moment. And I said goodbye. Officially. So that's what I did. And it felt good though. It felt good. It wasn't like me like in the car like like, full on out crying. But it was a good little tear that I had to let out. Just so I could finally say goodbye to that. Because yeah.
1: I mean, you felt free after that.
0: I did. I did. I really felt a lot. I, I felt a lot better. Now, thinking about it, I'm getting like ah.
1: Why is that? Why? Why do you? Why do you get ah?
0: Ah, I, I just. I don't know. I, I. I'm still dealing with it. You know, the breakup and still trying to say goodbye because you know, when I was with this person, I. I felt like. I felt like I thought I could marry this girl mm-hmm. at a certain point in my life, and now that it's over, it's so weird. After all we've been through, and then just be over you know like that after all of that it's it's kind of hard to manage sometimes but i'm getting there i'm getting better it's just kind of like a mal- slash sad slash happy kind of thing you know
1: i guess uh, it's happy that you got over <laughs> yeah it, or, you know you could let out your emotion and yeah it's sad that you had to let out the emotion i yeah. guess
0: but it's okay though i'm feeling a little bit better and, and it's okay to cry sometimes guys
1: it is so um, okay to cry. <laughs> just go ahead i okay for me yeah I it's so difficult for me to cry. Really? Yeah. How come? I have no idea. I have no idea. I can't do it. Like I'll be trying so hard just to let out emotion. Yeah. Nothing. Really? And it's kind of scary sometimes.
0: Oof. I kinda know how you feel though. <laughs> because um I guess sometimes when we used to be vulnerable, like when we were younger, um, I don't know if it might be the same for you, but I used to cry all the time when I was younger and when I felt sad about something. And I guess society in a way, especially for men, has taught us that we kind of kind of hide our feelings sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like over time you kind of did that to yourself? No. No? No. You always tried to stay open with your emotions? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's uh, where I feel like it got me screwed a little bit uh-huh. because the other, like I guess, men or boys, or whatever you want to call them, yeah. didn't really understand what in the world was going on.
0: <laughs> They're like, why is this dude being honest and yeah. communicating and with why me does, right now? And why does
1: he want to hear it back? Like, <laughs> like, what is this? Who is this? Is he a wizard? Is he a magician? <laughs> no, just being real.
0: Just being real, talking about our feelings. Yep. Well, that's good. And You know, a lot, a lot of guys have that ability about them, you know, because a lot of us are taught in society that men got to be strong, shouldn't cry, shouldn't be open with their feelings, so it's good that you kind of came out that way, you know, so over time you'd be like you know that's me that's who i am and i will be able to be open and emotional with people
1: i literally want to cry i just can't do it that's so weird i wonder why that is no idea i wonder
0: what's gonna be the breaking point for you to where you cry
1: if it comes i'm gonna be so happy (laughs) it's like a very weird happiness (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) wait so when's the last time you did cry
1: can you remember i remember uh I mean, I guess an X or something, but like I yeah. can't. Understandable. I can't, I can't tell you, like the last time I did cry yeah. for real.
0: Wow, wow. Well, I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll just have to wait for Seth's crying moment. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your calendar. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So it's my turn now. All right. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. What does love mean to you, Seth?
1: Wow, you really hit me with that (laughs) one. Um,
0: It's going to come around eventually.
1: (laughs) What does love mean to me? Mm -hmm. What does love mean to me?
0: What does love mean to you, my
1: friend? I think love is pure. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think there's nothing else like it, Mm -hmm. especially when it's real. Mm -hmm. Like, you walk into the room... And you just feel like you're accepted. Mm. You feel like you're supposed to be there. Mm, Yes. And I don't know. I I, I guess it's like a cloud of just you're floating on a cloud. It's all (laughs) wavy. I don't know. And also at the same time, you you know that you can give your love back without even thinking twice about it.
0: Mm. I like that answer. It's actually really because as you were describing it, I felt that what you were saying. Um, Because... When I felt loved most around people, that's how I feel. You know, I feel like I'm accepted. I feel like I'm meant to be there. That i I know I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna be around good people, and um, that they're gonna accept me for who I am. And that love is not, you know, it's, it's not like it's forced. Like we're not forcing each other like to be nice to each other, anything like that. We are genuinely caring about one another and just loving one another. Mm-hmm. So I like that answer. That's a good answer. So
1: would you say that, that, what, that a, a little bit, that's what it means to you, or what is it? Ah,
0: what love means to me? Um, a little bit about what you said, um, but to add on to that, mm-hmm. to what you said, I really think that love is, um, I really think love is fighting for one another, for sometimes finding that middle ground, sometimes learning as much as you can about that person or people and being able to give your best to them in any way that you think you can because when you love somebody or you love people you can't just give the minimum you know it's maximum effort right all the time you know i'm not gonna um give everything i have to somebody who i don't really care about Mm -hmm. no of course not i'm going Mm -hmm. to give all that I can to somebody that I love because I know at the end of the day when everybody is gone when I have nobody else around that those people that love me will be there for me so I'm going to give them my best and all I ask is that they give me their best in return and to know that whatever struggles we go through we will have each other's backs and we will always fight to always have like love win in the end rather than not loving each other right, anymore. Right, separating. Exactly. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Love is beautiful. Oh, well, I'll make you cry right now.
1: <laughs> Man, I got captivated. What you're saying, I'm not gonna lie. It's just so beautiful.
0: Maybe I'll make cry. I'll make Steph cry today, guys. Yes, please. Make me cry. <laughs> just give me, just give me a couple more chances, and maybe I'll get there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is it my turn? Or your turn.
0: It's my turn. Wait, no, no it's, it's their it's turn. My turn. It's your turn. I'm sorry.
1: What is the best advice? you have ever been given
0: i have ever oh i've been given (sighs) the best advice i have ever been given i honestly think the best advice that i have ever been given is by my dad um where he always talks to me about keeping a balance in life because a lot of us sometimes you know we can be off our tilt we do a little bit of too much of something that might not be necessarily good for us and we forget about the stuff that is good for us And one thing my dad always tells me constantly every time Mm. is that you have to have balance. And the way he learned this was because he used to have a best friend. And him and his best friend, they were close. They were like brothers. But the thing is, his best friend kind of got into cocaine. He had Mm. a drug problem. And so, sorry, I I don't mean to put anybody's business out there, but he had a drug problem. And um, he didn't have that balance. You know what I mean? He kept going partying and doing that, and he forgot to kind of take care of himself. And what ended up happening was he ended up like on the streets, homeless, stuff like that. But then he turned it all around. He found God in his life. And now he has a beautiful family. He lives in Florida. He's happy with his wife. And so when I see that, it makes me remind me that I need to have balance in my life. And I think that's the greatest gift my dad, the greatest advice that he has given me oh, yeah, is balance. That's
1: good. That's a good advice. Thank you. Because balance you. is needed to, to live. You can't. Yes. If you're going a little bit too much this way, right. This way is winning. If you're going this little, you know, vice versa. Exactly. Kind of meet in the middle right. to have the most optimal fun, yes. Pleasure, you know, play and mm-hmm. get your work done. Right. Gosh.
0: Exactly. And I think we have to remember that itself. You know, whatever it is to keep yourself to rem- to remind yourself that to always have that balance, I I really think that it helps a lot of people because you know I- I'm a fun guy. Like yeah, I like to party and everything right. once in a while, but I don't like to okay. Do this and that, but I'm not going to let that um, be the pillar of everything that I do. There's going to be days where I have to say to myself, okay, Josh, you got to get to work. You got to do this, work on a podcast. And then you also got to be like, okay, you know, today I'm going to take a break, play some video games, maybe whatever, do whatever. But you right. have to have the balance. And so I think it's very important for people to remember that. I feel that. How about you? Will?
1: What's the best, What's advice best advice I've been given?
0: You've, given, you've been given some good advice over the years.
1: Well, I mean, I give good advice, but the best advice I've been given is never stop yourself from saying what needs to be said Mm. when it doesn't please other people. Ooh. I think that was the best advice I've received because there was a, I was a very people pleasing person. Mm. And when I was told that it changed my whole perspective. Yeah. I will say what needs to be said when it needs to be said. Right. I will not hesitate. I will not BS you. Yeah. I will tell you what's up, and if you don't like it, I don't care. There's the door. Literally, well, you can <laughs> you can walk out. I don't care. I'm gonna move on, knowing yeah. that I told you exactly what you needed to hear, mm. and I put the you know the ball in your in your court to see what you want to do with it. And that's that's me.
0: Wow, that's awesome advice. And I'm glad you were given that because I, I, I know from personally knowing you, you're not the kind of guy to BS or beat around the bush. You're a straight shooter. And so that's I, that's one thing I admire a lot about you because a lot of da- like a lot of times people they don't like to be open like that. They don't like to tell you how it is. You don't like to beat around the bush a lot. And that's a very toxic. What's the
1: trait. point? I mean like you beat around the bush so much. Right. Eventually, there's not going to be a bush to even beat around. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> right. The bush is going to be gone. <laughs> you're going to lose yourself, and you're going to lose who you are. And one day, you're going to wake up and be like, well, "So many lies." Right. What's the truth? Oh my god! Oh, dude,
0: that's so true. You know, honestly, um, and that's one thing I learned in my last relationship is I did that a lot. I beat around the bush a lot, and I didn't tell her when I should have told her, and I didn't give the ball in her court. And that ended up to a lot – me at the end of the day feeling like, man, I haven't really been honest with this person. I have all these things I haven't even told her, and it made me feel worse at the end of the day, which I truly apologize for. If she ever watches this, I'm sorry I did that. But, yeah, that is so true. The lies will start to pile up, and it's going to make you feel guilty.
1: Uh-huh. And even in a relationship, when you when you build all those, right. those lies, you're not even saying anything, mm-hmm. you're going to lose – why you like that person in the first place you're
0: gonna lose so much more than you're gonna gain yeah just say the truth you know at the end of the day because like we said life is temporary and if you don't tell the truth now if you don't let those people who you really care about and let them know what's going on and what you think you should tell them then it's not gonna end up good and it's gonna give you a lot of guilt and also a lot of sadness that you don't want to experience or also give to that other person so remember that
1: now, is it my turn or your turn? I keep, now. I keep <laughs> We keep losing.
0: Try- we keep lost in the conversation.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's your turn, actually. Oh, yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, okay, it is my it is my turn. Okay.
1: Wow. Is it... You know, let's just do one more.
0: One more. One more. Okay, sounds good. Wow, okay.
1: Gotta pick a banger.
0: I'm trying to pick a banger right here. Okay. What's the point in living if you end up dead anyway?
1: You know, the other day, I was driving my car, Mm -hmm. and I was talking to myself. I talk to myself a lot. (laughs) Um, Highly recommend talking to yourself.
0: It's actually, they say that's actually a a trait of very smart people when you talk to yourself a lot.
1: Oh, well, I talk to myself all the time. Oh, you're very smart then,
0: (laughs) science would say. Thank you. Or Twitter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what I realized is this. Life is so beautiful when you realize that you're not as half as bad as you think you are mm. and the world isn't half as bad as you're, as it's portrayed to look mm. i remember well I, every day i literally go out i smile at people i i just be me and i've noticed so many people smile back so many people be kind so many people like hey yeah. how you doing i think that's the most beautiful thing in the world and what I realized is the world is so beautiful when we choose to let it be beautiful.
0: Now you're about to make me cry because that was beautiful. That's so true. But dude. it's true.
1: And I said exactly yeah. that because I remember this lady. Mm-hmm. She looked at me. She goes, you look like a nice boy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I guess <laughs> but you choose yeah. kindness and Kindness sort of makes it right back to you mm-hmm. when you choose to be kind.
0: Yes. Kindness wins in the end. I honestly believe that. Um, shout out to Gary Vee, where he always says, kindness, you use kindness. That a lot of people have it switched up in this world. They always think that you got to be shut off. You have to be, you know, the boss. You got to be the person who's got it all figured out, telling people what to do. And But instead, what people forget to realize is that kindness has so much more impact on people's lives and on ourselves and us seeing the beauty in things than hatred or anger ever will. And I think that's so beautiful. And I love that you said that because you got me tearing up a little bit right now.
1: (laughs) Because it's true. It is. Hate's never going to win. Exactly. You're going to end up hating yourself and you're going to end up hating the other person that you're hating. That's it. That's all it's going to do. And you're going to think about it 24-7. Yep. And eventually you're going to be so lost. Yes. There's a... There's a girl out there right now who hates me. Really? That absolutely hates me. (laughs) And it's just because of what I said in my last response.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm not
1: going to be around the bush. Yes. And when I realized, she might hate me for saying what I said. Right. But she's going to have to live with it.
0: Right. We're not trying to people please anymore. No. We are being honest with ourselves and honest with others because that is the best policy at the end of the day. That's the best thing we could do for everybody. And you're not going to be friends with everybody. And to that, I say, okay, so what? You know what? Having too many friends kind of bothers me, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep up with all those text messages.
1: Yeah. You know, I was, I was hanging out with my friend this weekend. Yeah. And I just saw so many text messages. Yeah. And I was like, how do you do this? <laughs> I, I remember I used to do this and I was caught up in so much BS. Like, right. What's the point? S- so mediocre, so many mediocre friendships. Mm hmm. So Mm -hmm. less of talking and more of wanting to feel validated in a social construct. And what's the point? I don't know. I don't get it anymore. I used to want to feel validated, but now I validated myself and that's all that needs to be validated. Yes.
0: Because when you validate yourself, you end up finding the right people that need to be in your life. And that's what I love about that process of being able to accept to yourself and say, Hey, you know, I am going to just be who I am. I'm going to be honest with people. And whether they like me or not, who cares? Because if they don't like what I'm trying to tell them, they don't see that it's me trying to help them, they're not meant to be in your life. Right. And I think that's a very hard concept for a lot of us to to pick up. Especially for me, because I was always such a people pleaser, and I wanted to be friends with everybody. When I had somebody that didn't like me, that bothered me, yeah, dude. Yeah, me too. me too. That bothered me. I would try everything to be their friend. Like I would bring them gifts and cards and stuff. But you know what always ended up happening in the end? The friendship always just died out anyways, and they didn't appreciate what I was trying to do for them right. in the end.
1: You just made the friendship last longer than it did. That's all you did. Exactly. Just because you wanted to feel liked. Right. But who cares? Right. You can hate me. I don't <laughs> care. Exactly. You can, you can hate me all you want, but at the end of the day, I know I did you right. Yes. And you did me wrong.
0: Did you see that little smirk? <laughs> but that is so true. It's so true. Oh, okay.
1: Man, the, the last question comes to me. Mm-hmm. So it's my turn. I got to pick a good one.
0: Yeah, go ahead. It's up to you. I, I, I trust in you. I believe in you.
1: Huh. You you I feel like I put myself on the spot now. <laughs> but I, there's one question I, I want to know from you. Yes. And I, I want you to ask your friends this, that you think actually your friends this question as well. Hmm. Do you think confessions make a relationship stronger like confessing your feelings towards each other confessing what you need to say
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent um you know like i was talking about earlier i used to have such a problem with beating around the bush but really what i realized especially when you me and justin were hanging out the other um A little while ago. Shout out to Justin. Shout out. What I realized is that when you have people who are really your friends, and you know they're your friends, and they're good people, and you're feeling scared to tell them something, go ahead and tell them. Because at the end of the day, they're still going to be your friends. They're still going to be your best friends, you know, your best buddies. And they are going to, maybe they'll take it with a little grain of salt, but they'll still accept it. And you guys can talk about it reasonably, Instead of get blowing it out of proportion, because you guys are good friends, you know, there's so many times where I I could have not told you things, you know, and our our relationship would have been a lot weaker than what it is now. But since you and me have a, a good relationship, we can be open with each other and say the things we have to say. I mean, doesn't it feel so much better?
1: Yeah, because you go you you leave the situation being like you said everything, you heard me. Yeah. All right, let's move on now. Exactly. We might differentiate in some aspects, right. but like, who cares? I mean, we're going to find that that important middle ground, and we're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Exactly. It's going to be okay.
0: Don't not think that you telling your friend or important people in your life something real or that they might not like a bad thing. Because one, what well, it will show you is if they get very upset about it, and then they end up not deciding to be your friend, you didn't even need them in the first place. And then two, if they can come at you and be like, okay, I understand that, and you guys can talk about it reasonably, then you got a real friend right there. Right. And that's how you're going to tell the difference. But you'll never know if you don't confess. True. You know?
1: And I think I agree 100%. You should definitely confess. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that question. You should should confess. You'll see exactly what Josh said. You'll see who's real, and you'll see who's fake.
0: Exactly. So don't be fake. Talk to your friends. Talk to the people that love you. Because it's going to show you a lot that you need to see. And it's going to benefit you in the end. Well, I think that's a good note to end off right that there. That is
1: a good note to end off of.
0: All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed part two of 20 Questions with Seth and I. I love this game so much.
1: <laughs> I hope we get to do a part three.
0: Yes. We're we're, we're going to be doing a part three for sure. If we're going to get that going yeah. one of these days. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed the questions. Now, you you got to know a little bit more about me and Seth and I. That's right. You guys already knew a little bit something on the last 20 questions, but now you got to know some more. And, guys, before we end this video, we just want to say thank you so much. We love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. And, guys, just remember, I'm Josh.
1: I'm Seth. And we are always better together. together. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.